came to pick up the cab with my father at the last day at the plowing. And like ever since they came here, I think he's fell more and more in love with them every day because like they're really easy managed. Like they've they try so well off grass. They've natural hardiness. They never have to be pulled. They're very there's minimal work with them. Hello and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and as part of the Certified Irish Angus Schools Competition, which is organised in partnership with ABP Ireland and Keepak Group, it challenges students to rear five Irish Angus calves over 18 months while completing a research project. I'm joined by one of the five finalist schools, the Mercy Secondary School in Kilbegan County, Westmeath, and the students Mary Colton, Tressa and Sinead Brecken will discuss the competition and their journey to date. Tressa, you're very welcome. Before we start, maybe give a background to how you decided to apply for the competition. Well, back in transition year, uh, myself and the girls, we were always close in transition year. And we knew that we wanted a challenge and we wanted to like do something. And there was loads of competitions. We were looking at BT, we were looking at, at, Sci- at SciFest. But then we kind of decided on, we said, you know what, myself and Sinead are from a farming background. And Chloe and Mary were really, really eager to learn uh, about farming. Uh, so we just said we'll uh, enter the certified Irish Angus Schools competition. Uh, so back in October, uh, our teacher like approached us and gave us a leaflet about it. And we kind of went home then that day after school together and we discussed it. And we decided on our team of, of sustainability because it's really like important for the future of, of uh, Irish farming. And we're, we were still looking at it today. We're, we are really happy that we did pick that team because the way everything's gone now, it's really important to try help farmers find more ways to be sustainable. Uh, so then after that, in November, uh, we we sent in an entry video and we, we made the video out on myself and Sinead's farm here in Doral Offley. Uh, and in the video, we just talked about ag science in our school uh, our project, if we won the cows, what we do, and just kind of an, like an introduction like about ourselves. Uh, then January, we went to an interview in the Mullingar Park Hotel. Uh, there we had Charles Smith, uh, own, uh, the manager of the Certified Irish Angus Producer Group. Uh, we had Owen Ryan from ABP and Maria Hestow Akipa. And they gave us like a really nice interview and they were, they were really nice in it. And they just asked us questions just to kind of find out more about us. And luckily we got on well at the interview and we travelled to Crow Park on April 1st. And that's where we were we were up against uh, 34 other schools. And there we presented our projects to uh, agri-industry experts. For example, there was people from Chagas, Dovia Genetics, Keypack, ABP. Uh, and then we found out that we won then at the end of May. And then in September, we went to Ratniska in Leash where we got to pick up our calves and we got to stay there for the three days and now we're just rearing our calves following our five-point plan and uh, we're completing a research project as well. Tressa you have an interest in farming from a young age but rearing calves is a very different enterprise to what you're used to. Yeah so uh, my father he's a suckler and tillage farmer and we always would rear calves and we'd always have cows and calves but I suppose we'd always be kind of like Continentals, we'd have limousines and charities and we'd have like maybe a few Anguses, but kind of then from the day that he picked up the calves, he came to pick up the calves, my father, uh, at the last day at the plowing. And like ever since they came here, I think he's fell more and more in love with them every day because like he just, like they're really easy managed. Like they've, 
you know, they they thrive so well off grass. They have natural hardiness. They never have to be pulled. There's very there's minimal work with them. And to just, like, even whenever I'm looking out with them, like, he's a tillage farmer. And, oh, like, our cows, they're being, they're following our five-point plan. And on our five-point plan, we have uh, homegrown feed. And, like, whenever, like, during summer, like, we'll be looking at our calves out eating their grass. And then I'll be looking out at him cutting his barley. And I'll just know that straight away, like, that's the only thing that's going to be done is that's going to be brought in, tipped in the shed and rolled and given straight to our calves. And it's just a really, really, like, sustainable system. And it's showing us at home, like, how easy things can be done. And you don't have to kind of overcomplicate things whenever you're trying to be sustainable. Like, just simple things like that, like buying local or, or like, our homegrown feed. And, like, most farmers now in Ireland, they're part-time. And we do believe that they would suit any system like in Ireland, dairy, beef, suckler, because like, you know, they ease a calf and like you're not stressed with them. Like they're, they're pole, they're natural hardy. You can, like you can outwinter them. There's loads of positive, really, really positive benefits if you are, if you do have Angus cattle on your farm, whereas if you had another breed, which would like require more work. Sinead, the calves are also being reared on your home farm. Talk through what's happened with the calves since they arrived on the farm. So whenever we attended the National Plowing Championship in September in Ratniska in Leash, we finally got to meet our calves. And after spending the three days there, um, on the last day, our, our host farmer, or my father, Colin Bracken, got to collect the calves and bring them home. So since the calves have been brought home, um, first day we brought them home and we put them into an isolation pen for 10 days just to make sure they weren't mixed with any other cattle and make God forbid if they brought home any disease or anything like that it wouldn't have been spread but thank god they didn't so then they were in an isolation pen and then we put them into the grass-based grazing system which is a rotation system to spare the amount of grass that the calves are eating but also maximizing their grass intake and because of this our calves are weighing in at an average of 480 kilos and along with the grass they're also getting a sustainable feed of homegrown barley and beans. We source the beans off a local tillage farmer and the barley off my father, which we are very grateful to have. And we also got a healthcare plan put in place for our calves. And because of this, our calves have always been so well-minded and they'd be fecal, egg counted and vaccinated regularly just to ensure that there's no diseases or infections or anything there. So we've been quite happy with, with like how our calves are getting on so far. We've been very pleased. That's great. They're performing very well. What advice have you for students that might be thinking of entering the competition? What we would say to students who want to take part in the competition is just go at full heart like we did. Like we just completely, like this took over our whole TUI, which we were so grateful for because we were never bored or idle. And it was something so different because like you never really had heard of any other school kind of winning five calves up until now. And the amount of work that we've done and the amount of stuff that we've learned and the people that we've met as well has just been amazing and we would recommend it to anyone at all because our confidence has grown so much over the last two years and we never would have believed you at the start why if you told us that we'd be presenting our project over in the European Parliament in Brussels like it really just did take a turn and it took the best turn and we could never be like we could never recommend it enough to anyone. And in addition to going to the European Parliament, what skills have you developed as a result of being a finalist in the competition? The confidence skills that we've gained, like before this, I think even in class, given a presentation might not have been as easy as it seems now. Like stand up in front of people and tell them like your own ideas that like you came up with is very interesting as well. Like to teach people like, look, we came up with this. 
and our communication skills and even just communicating with people like before this we would have never imagined being on a podcast even like this like this would just been mad to us all together and just we've grown so much closer as a group as well like we're always best friends like all four of us in the group but just even from day one right through to now like we've never been as close as, as we were before and you mentioned they're going to the european parliament the extent of the competition has gone far beyond the classroom yes it definitely has like because whenever we started off the competition, obviously we went to, we done our videos and our interviews and all that. And even like they were enough, like traveling to our interviews, like never mind going to the European Parliament. Like whenever we spent the three days over in Brussels, like it was such an experience to get to meet such interesting people and get to talk to all the other groups, but maybe their teams and their ideas and how their cows are doing. Like it really was once in a lifetime. And you're also being involved in one of the stands at the Tullamore show. Yeah, we are. Chagas Tullamore has invited us to Tullamore Agricultural Show this year. And we just think like it's such like to even get like we got to make a video with Chagas a few months back and we just thought like that was amazing. But now that they have invited us back, we just think it's brilliant. That's great, Shania. Mary, from a non-farming background, what advice have you for students that might be interested in getting involved in the programme? Well, myself and Chloe are both from a non-farming background, but we both had a big interest and like when we saw the competition and we knew we wanted to do it with the girls because like their family farm, like we really do appreciate like what they do. And um, once we went, once we like did the competition, we like had more of a passion than ever for farming. And we really just think that going with it with like a full heart and like put out even how crazy your ideas are, just keep doing and you'll get way further than just sticking to the basics. And what advice have you for students that might be considering getting involved? Like when, before this competition, I would have just thought like the farmers would have reared them, then brought them to a factory and then it would end up on a shelf. But in this competition, like we've learned that the farmers literally need to like put on like a health care plan, like make sure that their grass is up to the best standard to get the best output like from the calf and the best finishing. And like then when we went over to Brussels, we found out more about like the retail kind of part instead of farming and like we said we found out like with certified Irish Angus that like they go through their triple guarantee so they do like look like they visual checks tastes and checks and they also do the testing of the ear which like I would not have known that until I did this competition. And what does the testing of the ear do? So when they do the uh, ear test and the visual checks and the tasting of it like uh, it makes sure that they're it's basically a DNA test and making sure that what people are buying is what they get. That's great, Mary. And I suppose, when is the competition finishing up? The cattle will be uh, finished in November in our local key pack. And then December, we are going to be doing our final report. And then January, we are doing our final interview. And then in the end of March, uh, we will be going up to Crow Park to see who, which is, who is the winner out of the five finalists. But in between, like we've many events planned, like we are going to the Tullamore show that we said, and we just have a few upcoming events that we've planned for in between. Finally, before we finish up, is there anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, we definitely, we'd like to thank Chagas for giving us the opportunity to be on here today, but also for inviting us to the Tullamore show. Uh, we hope to see all your listeners there, Catherine, at the Tullamore show. And on the day of the show, we have a raffle uh, to raise vital funds for Crumlin's Children's Hospital in Dublin and our first prize uh, is a nine-month-old uh, Angus Bullock that, uh, that has been reared here on myself and Sinead's farm. 
that's great we look forward to visiting you at the Chaga stand at the Tullamore show thanks very much girls and the very best to look with the rest of the competition thanks very much Catherine thanks very much that's all for this week's episode and my thanks to Trassa, Mary and Sinead for joining me on the show you can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our Beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.